Talking with Jessica Lyles and Kara Hodebeck, they're with Transitions Hospice. Ladies, good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. And we're going to talk about the volunteer opportunities available at Transitions Hospice. When it comes to hospice care, how, how is a volunteer involved? So volunteers have a, a wide range of um things that they can help us with. So one of those things would be our vigil sittings. When we have somebody that is actively declining or actively passing, Transitions Hospice really wants every patient to pass with either a family member or a member of our team at bedside. And to do that, it's really great if we can have a large pool of volunteers to select from that have been trained specifically on bedside manner, um, proper conversations and things like that to sit with someone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You said properly trained. What kind of training goes into that? So training is pretty extensive. Mm -hmm. um, they go through training just like a new hire would for an hourly or salaried position. Um, it's about a week of orientation. Um, they have to have at least, I believe, an hour to two hours to commit per week um, to that service. Includes, and that includes driving time, too. Mm -hmm. um, to service our patients and um, a background check, uh, references. Um, they go through the interview process just like you would if you were applying for a position. Mm -hmm. Kara, as far as somebody, you know, if they want to volunteer, you know, what, what's kind of the right kind of person for that? The right kind of person would be anyone that is um, just wanting to help out, help with people. Having flexibility in their schedule is also really important. So mm -hmm. um, if you're interested in volunteering, you can check us out at transitionshospice.com, and you have to be at least 18 years of age. Um, you have to have at least an hour to two hours to devote um, to our patients, and I know that sometimes can be pretty hard. We get so ingrained in our schedules, it's sometimes hard to find an hour. But um, preferably someone that wants to sit at bedside, you know, is, is like Kara said, patient and okay with just doing nothing. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes we try to fill so much into um, that hour and that time when that patient really just needs somebody to sit there and understand where they're currently at. Mm -hmm. um, so 18 years of age, um, references are, are always preferred. Um, someone that has the flexibility to do the week's worth of orientation. Um, Elise is the coordinator for Transitions Hospice Volunteer Program, and she works within um, our Central East District. Um, I think she's over all of Central, actually. Um, and right now we're looking for volunteers in the Central East um, region, so that would be really helpful. Yeah, And we can actually take 16 and 17-year-old too, but they would be more in our office with volunteer work. Mm -hmm. And so this might be something good. Somebody maybe thinking about getting into maybe not necessarily hospice care, but working with a patient, working with a family, or maybe just some, you know, volunteer work experience to build their resume a little bit. Mm -hmm. This would probably be a good opportunity for them. Yes, that and the retired population too. So you know, my my mom, for example, is out of retire is in retirement, and she's she's finding that she's as busy as she's ever right. been. And I think that's so common for a lot of people that are retired. Mm -hmm. So, if you are a person um, that's you know between the ages of forty and sixty five, or or forty and eighty five, it doesn't really matter. If you have enough compassion and time to spend with someone, and you're looking to really do something that would go above and beyond, um, we'd be looking for you. Would you ever try to, depending on the age of the patient you're working with, maybe have a volunteer, if you're, if available, close to that age? Maybe they have something in common they can talk about or kind of know the path of life 
you know, we're trying to get at, you know, somebody around Yeah, I understand that, yeah. but I think it's honestly so unique because, you know, Kara and I are from the same generation and we've been able to sit with people that are from, you know, three, four generations before us. Sure. And the the benefit is sometimes for us as the younger generation to sit at bedside and learn some of the stories that the people have to share. Mm-hmm. And I think it goes both ways. So I don't think that it necessarily matters what age you are. Mm-hmm. It's just having the heart to sit there and do it and to really care about the person that you're with. Talking with Jessica Lyles and Kara Hodebeck with Transitions Hospice about some of the volunteer opportunities. Mentioned, um, you know, in the office, would that just be regular clerical office work that they may be helping out with? Yeah, um, we have some folders that we put together with um, uh, certain paperwork that we need throughout the day. And that's some of the things that they would be able to help with. Um, any filing, faxing, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. How do we find out more? Do we just go to the website? Is that a good place to get started? Yes, yeah, so you can check us out at transitionshospice.com. Um, there's a tab for volunteering, and when you click on it, it'll drop down, and there'll be an apply to the volunteer um, section. Um, we'll reach out to that person uh, with a lease and make sure that we can contact them to see if their availability is sufficient um, and to see if they're interested in interviewing with us. You had mentioned, you know, as far as the... Uh, training interview process goes about how long does that take you say you know one to two hours a week including driving about how long does that take or do you do you set it up like classes like here's here's the you know we're having a class from here to here and then we're having a class from here to here i mean how does that work it's the same as you would for any um position with orientation so there's a structured um first week of criteria that they want to go through and so they're going to be going through the philosophy and foundation of transitions hospice they'll go over you know day-to-day tasks that the volunteers would be um you know encountering but then they're also going to go through policies and procedures so making sure that um you know hipaa compliance is there making sure that they understand um you know simple you think it would be simple, but in the healthcare industry, you have to be cautious about things, um, you know, as far as coming into contact with someone's bodily fluids or, you know, mm-hmm. things that could come up. We have to make sure that they're prepared for. Um, us coming in from a healthcare background, sometimes those things are already assumed, but for volunteers, that might be their first interaction in the healthcare world. So sure. we want to make sure that we're setting them with the best foot forward. Mm-hmm. And this is just kind of one of the uh, one of the cogs in the wheel that you guys have as as far as uh, you know a very uh, complete approach when it comes to caring for a patient you know volunteers and you've got you know uh, uh, chaplain care and, and, and the nurses mm-hmm. and, and, and social work this is just another one of those uh, one of those branches yes and fun fact so we were talking to Elias before and we were putting together what we wanted to discuss today mm-hmm. and if you are out there and you have a pet um, we're looking for volunteers that have a pet that would either be a service dog um, or somebody that has gone through with their animal some training, um, obedience training. So we're looking for a well-behaved animal, mm-hmm. friendly, um, lovable pooch or cat that you know they could share some love too with our patients. So if you're interested in doing that mm-hmm. as well, you can check us out on the website. So animal volunteering as well. <laughs> yes, we take furry friends. <laughs> you go to transitionshospice.com to find out more.